We often associate happiness with consequence. A consequence is an outcome that is based that comes after an event such as a thought or behavior and this can per- be perceived as positive or negative. Those that really fear or are uncomfortable with happiness feel wherever they go or wherever they are that everything that they have worked for will turn to dust or that it will be perceived as a negativity. So they end up associating happiness with negativity. However, no event has ever happened solely based on you as a person. There are other things and other factors that have happened that has caused this event. So it's not just happiness isn't just a one person thing. It's very helpful to associate happiness with less of a consequence and more of an appreciation and respect for the details of every moment. Because one day you will miss the moment that you're in right now. So I'm going to give an example of this. Well, first I ought to actually wanted to point out before I give the example that um, in order to appreciate the moment, you have to be in tune with your values and know that you're expressing yourself in that way. So to better clarify this, I'm going to give an example. Let's say that you wake up in the morning and you're feeling kind of bad about yourself. So you think to yourself, I'm going to make a batch of cookies. And whether you're conscious of this or not, you are hoping that your roommate will think, will come out of his or her room and be really grateful that you have made a batch of cookies. Now, automatically, when you're making these cookies, you're already setting your roommate up for manipulation and uh, an emotional debt. Because the roommate has no idea that you're making cookies and they didn't ask you to. So when they come out of the room and they simply had a bad day, and they don't appreciate the cookies that you have made, you're automatically gonna have, be really resentful with them. Whereas if you made, simply made the cookies out of the kindness of your heart, one, you would feel good because you're in a, you know, you're in a line with, with a kindness. And second of all, you're not going to have put your poor roommate in, in emotional debt, right? So this is just an example of whether we are conscious or not, a lot of people do this. They expect expectations to be um, other people to do what we want them to do. And they people end up becoming dolls to us or people that we con- subconsciously just want to control. And that's not love and that's not genuine. There was a study done, and the study said that between the dates of 1970s and the 2000s, and of course beyond, that narcissistic personality disorder has increased drastically. Now, some people have chalked this up to social media, but 
I'd say that we can all agree within even the last four years that life has become a little bit more difficult, right? So we all still have the same human needs, right? We need food, shelter, self-esteem, goals, inspiration, validation, you know, we need to feel needed. Um, And if you want to go into like the physical human needs, like we all need to be mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, these are like things that we need to function as a human being. If we don't get them, we're not going to be able to have a happy life. So you, in order to even hold a job or have a relationship, you're going to have to get these needs in some form. So narcissism has increased based on not getting, having the resources for whatever reason to love the narcissist can't love themselves so they don't have the resources due to blank blank and blank so they're gonna have to get it somewhere else and since society has been increasingly more difficult to live in and um you know there's more people on the planet people have adapted to this quote-unquote personality um i don't think it's a disorder i think it's a way of coping with something that's um, basically a human needs that needs to um, be addressed. So narcissists tend to have very low self-esteem. They tend to not have the resources that they need to survive, to live a happy life. And they tend to view other people as objects, um, they are not able to actually love other people because that would include the ha- them having to love themselves. They view people um, more as a mirror for themselves. They, depending on the spectrum um, that they are on, they tend to be very manipulative. They tend to be uh, fall into the victim stage where they don't know how to get love so they want pity from other people in order for control because control is based on fear so they have a need to connect with other people but since they have never learned how to get the fundamental human needs met they manipulate people in order to kind of get it rather than actually you know getting the full thing so they tend they can have empathy and they do have empathy but it's not um it's not like a a go-to they have empathy when they need to get a certain need met and the reason why they can't ask for it genuinely is one they're not conscious of the need number two if it provokes shame which is in with all narcissists if it provokes shame at all is much more damaging it's very damaging so they rather resort to anger retaliation rather than self-reflection this is why many narcissists are not self-reflective that's actually a really common goal so the other point that i wanted to bring up since narcissism is on the rise and these are just the simple reasons why they they are the way that they are codependency is also on the rise as well now every single person um 
if they are not able to get the four main human needs met, they generally fall between narcissism and codependency and they can switch. But every, pretty much everyone, per, every person is on a spectrum and this also has to do with personality as well um, and how they cope in relationships and society. So codependents tend to mesh themselves in other people. They tend to be people pleasers. They tend to... Um, be really victim-y as well or play the victim in order to get uh, pity because they view it as love. Um, they tend to not feel like they can do anything for themselves because they don't have a sense of autonomy because they feel like autonomy is bad or they feel like them by themselves. So both the narcissist and the codependent, whichever one on the spectrum, has a self-serving motive. Now this comes into my point with the cookies. If a narcissist or codependent makes a batch of cookies, they're generally doing it for a self-serving or emotional debt motive, right? If you start to do things based on because you have loving kindness in your heart, because you want to, because you find joy in it, you're going to put less people on, like, be, like, resentful with them. And I feel like, um... You should just do things because you want to do it because you find relief in it or you simply like the color of the shirt or if you buy something online and it's the color blue and maybe it expresses that you're a really gentle and, you know, caring person. Whatever it is, it does just because it's about you doesn't mean it has to be self-serving. So I think this would cause a lot of um, less conflict if we were to start be more conscious of why we're doing the things that we're doing Um, and this would leave people in a space that they are more opt to feel good about being themselves because we're not putting expectation on other people and how they respond so make back to cookies because you have love in your heart so (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening And I really appreciate you and I will see you in my next audio.